Yo, yo, welcome back to Big Dogs Podcast. We back here again, baby. This is your boy, Big Scant, and uh, Bigger Scant here with me. I'll let him introduce himself. Yes, sir. It is your boy, Jamal, all the way from Austin, Texas, but I am currently here in the Tri-State area shooting an episode of the Big Dog Podcast, and we hope you all enjoy. Yeah, man, we... We were so happy to hear about the reception that you guys had for the last pod that we figured the next one we had to do in person. So it's me and Maul here, and we're just going to jump right into it, man. Uh, we have a special edition of a podcast today where we do Fantasy Pick'em, or Games Playing, as I like to call it, where we're picking the mashups of the fantasy teams that we have, and we're going to decide, based on those teams, who we think is going to win that week, and some of the matchups of the players that we're looking forward to to make it interesting. Yeah, just to give you guys a bit of a backstory, if you haven't heard the first episode, Chris and I are in a fantasy league together um, with a group of friends. And, you know, we kind of want to give everybody an idea of how it's going, um, what to expect, and also dial in on, you know, what the weekly uh, numbers are going to be for just regular football fans out there. Yes, indeed. So we hope you guys are excited. And let's just jump right into it. We're going to start with... uh, the game of the New Jersey Colts versus the Houston Spillers. Um, tell me, Maul, who do you think is going to win this game and why? Man, you know, this game actually is an exciting game. Just a bunch of power hitters on each squad. Um, the depth in, in each team is pretty good. The quarterback play is insane. Two MVP quarterbacks, yeah. MVP caliber quarterbacks playing against each other week one, which is awesome. Um, we got Pat Mahomes versus Josh Allen week one. Those know? are the top two quarterbacks in fantasy this year. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the uh, like I said, the receiver combo and tight end, tight end play on each team is pretty sick. We got Kyle Pitts and Travis Kelsey playing against each other week Ooh. one. Man, it's going to be crazy. We, we got some Derrick Henry in here, too. Just exciting football, man. We're excited about it. Um, but to kind of give you a gist of who I think may do well week one. Talk to me. I may have to go with the Houston Spillers. I do too. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Houston Spillers this week. I think the presence of Josh Allen and Raheem Mozart and Travis Kelsey is just going to be too overbearing mm-hmm. um, for, for the New Jersey Colts. Um, New Jersey Colts has a fire squad. They got Derrick Henry and they got Pat Mahomes. But I think just the, the depth that uh, the, the uh, Spillers has week one is just going to be able to overtop what the Colts are going to be doing. So for me, so I agree with your your choice. And one of the main reasons why I agree with your choice, if you checked out my last podcast, I talked about stacks. And what I mean by stacks is when you're able to get a quarterback and a receiver on the same team, you can double the points and touchdowns. I lost Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I lost Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I was going to say, not only is it a stack, it's probably one of the best stacks yeah. that we have in this league. Yeah. <laughs> because if you saw last year, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, granted, the Bills don't really have too much working outside of Stephon Diggs receiver-wise, but Stephon Diggs had 127 catches. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine the amount of targets he has. He doesn't drop the ball very much, mm-hmm. but Josh Allen's looking to that guy, especially against a defense as stout as Pittsburgh. Right. Pittsburgh was the number one fantasy defense last year, and they get to the quarterback with T.J. Watt, and now they added, no, they let go of Bud Dupree. But, yeah, they get to the quarterback with T.J. Watt. You got Minka Fitzpatrick on the back end. So it's going to be a shootout, and I'm expecting Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to step up big. And I'm only worried about uh, 
Pat Mahomes' performance because he's playing against a fiery offense, uh, a fiery defense in Cleveland in Cleveland, Week One. Mm-hmm. That not only that, but he's going to be throwing the ball a lot to Travis Kelsey, who's on the opposing team. Yes, so yes, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yes, so sure. he's, so you know, Travis Kelsey is going to benefit. I feel like Travis Kelsey is going to be the workhorse that game, mm-hmm. um, and with Pat Mahomes on the other end, he's just going to be throwing points a lot to Houston Spillers. The Browns are going to be a, a spooky team this year in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be just an exciting week one game in general if for you're sure. an NFL fan, the Chiefs versus the Browns, for sure. So, interestingly enough, a matchup that I'm really looking forward to in this game, I watched a Super Bowl, and granted, the Chiefs spent a lot of money on the offensive line, but I watched a Super Bowl, and I felt like my guy, Pat Mahomes, could be in the Olympics how much he was running around. Right. And... The Browns have not only Miles Garrett on one side, but just in case that wasn't enough, you got Jadavion Clowney coming right. off on the other side. Right. There's only so many guys you can double team. So I'm really interested to see how the Chiefs look to protect Pat Mahomes that game. And if you need protection, you got to go to your one security blanket in Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, as exactly. you mentioned, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I would say that the Colts could be happy about or excited for I think while they're young and up and coming, the Dallas defense is abysmal. And I think Mike Evans is slowly but surely becoming one of Tom's favorite guys. So I think for the New Jersey Colts sake, Mike Evans, you should expect a lot from him in that first game. Mike Evans is going to ball out. I do think he's going to ball out. The one thing that I'm worried about Mm -hmm. for the New Jersey Colts is, and I'm speaking just based on a fan's perspective, that Jets defense. Yes, for sure. Um, I'm a huge Jets fan, but I know that we are depleted in so many different areas. Mm-hmm. We just lost our best defensive end um, in Carl Lawson. Mm-hmm. And our cornerbacks in our secondary is just completely trash, unfortunately. Not only that, you get the revenge game of Sam Darnold. Right. Who I think is going to come out and try to tear the Jets limb from limb. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we can agree to disagree with that. I think Sam Darnold is just not it. But I do think that we are we are just so bad on the defensive end when it mm. comes to pressuring the quarterback um, and stopping stopping long throws. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be our issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we, we are a great run defense team. And. We'll kind of see how it goes, but I do think that'll be like one of uh, the Colts' Achilles' heels, yeah, um, for sure. We yeah, won. Mm-hmm. for sure. So excited about this game, but I think we unanimously going to say Houston we believe Houston's supposed to win that game. Right. Let's go on to the next one. So the next game we got the Chirac Bullies versus Team Flawless Victor. <laughs> Shout out Mortal Kombat, baby. Right, right. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one, too. You know, yeah. the matchups are strong matchups. Um, quarterback play, that's where my big question comes in comes into a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were to choose a team to win this week. Talk to me. I'm going to have to go with the Chirac Bullies. Mm. Um, it'll be a close matchup, but I just cannot... I cannot go away from the fact that this guy has Christian McCaffrey on his team. I see that, but I totally disagree. I'm going to let you say it. Okay. But I totally okay. disagree. Talk well, if to we're me. talking about week one matchups, mm. and we're talking about this game right here specifically, Christian McCaffrey is arguably the best fantasy league player in all of the NFL. And he's playing the Jets. Right, and he's playing the Jets, sure. which we just spoke about That's 30 true. seconds That's ago. That's true. The defense is depleted. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a secondary we don't have anybody in the secondary worth talking about. Mm-hmm. And then 
Christian McCaffrey is an outside guy. He's an inside guy, but most most of the time he he's on the outside. And if we talk about our edge rushers, we have none. Mm. We have no pressure on the quarterback. Mm. We have nothing to give Christian McCaffrey to fear at all. Yeah. So I think he's gonna ball out week one, and that that'll be one of the things to put, you know, um, the Shirek bullies ahead. Mm-hmm. I also think Darren Waller is sneaky. He's a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. He's, give it to you. he's a baller. He's sneaky. He's a baller. And he's also playing against the Ravens defense. But, you know, I'm not the Ravens defense is solid. The Ravens defense is solid. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that. But sure. I do think Darren Waller is uh Derek's card number one target. He is. Mm-hmm. He certainly is. Mm-hmm. Um real quick, let me just see something. Okay. So while I do think McCaffrey is that dude and he's got a favorable matchup the first week. The thing that makes me say Team Flawless Victory, I think, or Victor, my bad, I think Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews are going to ball because the Raiders are atrocious defensively. And that's a stack that's going to be dangerous for the whole season, really, Mm -hmm. but for the first game. And for me, I think because the Tampa Bay defense is so ferocious, Dallas is going to come out trying to feed Zeke early. So I think Zeke's going to get a lot of touches. He's got his best friend back. I don't know if you guys have been checking out the Hard Knocks, but him and Dak are like boys. He's got his best friend back under center, so they're going to be feeding each other a lot. And also, Aaron Jones versus um, the the Saints is going to be a force. Just because Devontae Adams is going to be taking Marshawn Lattimore the whole game. Not that. I mean, Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the league, so he's going to probably route him up a bit. But I think they're going to look to feed Aaron Jones a lot. And Aaron Jones is also very effective out of the backfield. So I think that his top two running backs are going to get a lot of touches. And just in case that's not enough, I think Joe Mixon is a sneaky play here just because Minnesota's defense has been awful for the past, like, two years now. And I think that Joe Mixon is going to run all over them. I do like the Joe Mixon um, addition, or I do like him being in the flex because of the fact that I think they're going to ease Joe Burrow back into that offense. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they're going to throw 50 times in week one. And yeah. I think Joe Mixon has shown that he's a solid back Yeah, you know, in the NFL throughout his years. For sure. But the firepower of Christian McCaffrey, Darren Waller, Jonathan Taylor defense, too. Jonathan Taylor, and Tom Brady, I mean... Just won a Super Bowl last year. I don't expect much out of Tom Brady aside from just the fact that he's a he's a football guy right now. You know he's gonna pull up. He's gonna pull out numbers. I don't expect much, but that Christian McCaffrey and Darren Waller and Jonathan Taylor is just something to be worried about, man. What you think about Jarvis Landry here? Jarvis Landry is going up against KC. I mean KC. KC has never had like the ideal secondary. Yeah, great their corners. defense weren't. Their defense were never just like. Stout, mm-hmm. but I do think Baker has the ability to move the ball around so much. Yeah, he does. I think Nick Chubb and man Austin Hooper is going to be his best. His you know his his ideal guys. His guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For you sure. know Landry's going to pull out numbers, but I don't expect much out of Jarvis Landry. Yeah, me neither. So to paint this picture for you guys, uh, right now based on projections, Shirak Bully is projected to win, and I think that's just kind of. The case of having McCaffrey versus the Jets. But I'm going to go with Team Flawless Victor here, man. I think that he's got enough guys. I think he's got enough firepower. I think that he kind of understood with fantasy that you really need great backs. Uh, Receivers 
are kind of a dime a dozen a little bit in fantasy, but once you've got solid backs, you're going to go and um, I think you're going to go and be a stout team. So I guess we'll check back in on this one. Well, well, to kind of pick, to kind of just double back and let's talk about stacks. Talk I know me. you, I know you mentioned Lamar and Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. What do you really expect out of Lamar Jackson this year? I was talking to a buddy of mine, yeah. and I was like, man, Lamar Jackson, highlight of his career. He got an MVP already. He's made the playoffs mm-hmm. each year. But what do we really expect out of Lamar Jackson? I honestly compared Lamar Jackson to Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. to a buddy of mine, because I feel like Lamar Jackson has shown mm-hmm. what he's able to do. Sure. Um, I don't think he he's shown the expansion in his game that people are looking for. Gotcha. And that might be a worry. So would you say, strictly talent, not necessarily from results or success, would you say Lamar is one of the most talented football players in the league? I think Lamar is one of the most athletic okay. players in the league. Okay. Talent-wise, no. I don't think he's the most talented, but okay. I think he's one of the most athletic. I think... And and then maybe this is where my comparison to Ben Simmons is a little off. Mm. Because I think Ben Simmons is is a smart player. Sure. But I feel like I feel like the NBA and I'm not gonna go too much into the NBA and Ben Simmons, but I feel like people know Ben Simmons now. Sure. They, they know what he's yeah, gonna they do. know what he's capable mm-hmm. of. And that's a lot similar to Lamar Jackson. Bro, you gotta become a pocket passer. You gotta be able to throw accurate in, yeah. you know, in the pocket. And you know, I think Lamar Jackson's leg, though though it's very hard to defend him. Sure. I feel like these players getting millions and millions of dollars and these coaches getting millions and millions of dollars have to find out a scheme. Yeah, for sure. To shut it down. And I think that for might sure. be this year, man. Yeah. So the thing with Lamar, uh, just to touch on it last one more time. The thing with Lamar is I don't think he's a very accurate passer, but that's exactly why you have good tight ends. Mm-hmm. Because they're big, they're big guys. They're going to be able to catch the ball. And I think Mark Andrews is his guy. I know he's getting back Nick Boyle, so that might take away from Andrews' touches. But I don't know. I, th- I think Team Falls Victor is going to be solid this year. But also, I think I expect a lot from him and Mark Andrews together. I know. For sure. Well, the next game... You talk to me we'll about dial it. in a little bit too is Team Housley versus Team Hello Cam <laughs> Newton voice. Um, you know, this game right here is a little tricky. Talk to me. Because the projections the projections say completely say completely opposite of what the game may actually look like. Okay. Um, and that is because of Dalvin Cook. Dalvin. Um, I think Dalvin Cook is a lot similar to Christian McCaffrey when it comes to uh, projections and just productivity in general. For sure. And I think week one when he goes up against Cincy, it's gonna he's going to have a field day. He's going to have a field day. He's Cincy's run crazy. defense is awful. Yeah, their run defense is awful. Their pass defense is awful. Mm-hmm. Cincy is awful. They're garbage. Um, they're garbage. So, Dookie, if you will. Yeah. But Team Housley got a roster, man. They I do. feel like Aaron Rodgers going up against New Orleans. A Rod is going to be A Rod. Yeah. Um, I'm not too big on Najee Harris. So full disclosure. Yeah. I wasn't either, just because he's not much of a pass catcher. Mm-hmm. But I watched Pittsburgh this preseason. They looking to run the chicken. They are, but they're going up against Buffalo Week One. Right. Um, Buffalo is a uh, is a potential. Super Bowl caliber team, yep. stout defense. They've only gotten better, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to be trouble for Najee Harris. For sure. Um, what I am kind of uh, excited about for Team Housley is George Kittle. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the the Ram the uh, sorry the Forty ers are going up against the Lions in Week One. Garbage. And I mean, are the Lions even an NFL team anymore? <laughs> you know, so George Kittle is going to have a field day. Um, I feel like A Rod is going to have a field day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of DeAndre Swift as a player. Like he, yeah, I feel like he's going to get a lot of touches, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if that'll put them over the hump. I'm just afraid mm-hmm. of the matchups that. These players are going up against week one. Who are you like, picking in the game? I'm going to have to go with Hello. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Hello. And I'm only saying that because of Dalvin Cook's presence. Yes. I'm nervous about Najee. Um, I don't, you know, A-Rod is going to get A-Rod numbers, but I'm nervous about Najee. Mm-hmm. Um, I think George Kittle is going to be the best thing for him. Mm. Uh, Justin Jefferson is going to ball out, you know, since he's, like we said, they're, they're horrible when it comes to defense, defense period. Um, But when we're matching up Dalvin Cook's projections versus what we could potentially get out of George Kittle and Justin Jefferson and Aaron Rodgers, Mm. come on now, you got Dalvin Cook and we haven't even spoke on everybody else that, that uh, team hello has. Yeah, Johnny Smith is going to be a really big target for the Patriots when it comes to just football in general. They're going to start off by running the ball and mm-hmm. you know feeding him the ball a little bit more. Yeah, Keenan Allen is a dog. They're going up against Washington, who has a really really good defense. They do, but Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, like you said and we've said before on this show, is a stack combo. Yeah, and they are going to just have a field day. Yeah, um, Justin Herbert is going into a season where everybody's projecting him to be MVP. Yeah, and you know, Keelan Allen, this is the number one guy. Mm-hmm. So when you go up against that stack, plus Dalvin Cook, plus the Chiefs' number one running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that's a scary matchup to go up against, man. Yeah. And then to have at your flex position Miles Sanders in Philly, we don't know what they're going to do with Jalen Hurts, but we know that they're going to ease him into the role. Yeah, for sure. So Miles Sanders is going to get a lot of touches. Yeah. When speaking on names in this matchup, You'd almost like to want to think that Team Housley's going to win. But mm. when speaking on projection, I'm just going to have to go with Team Hello, unfortunately. Hey, I appreciate that. Not You know, like, I'm not someone that's going to toot my own horn. So I'll let you uh, kind of, like, tell me what you thought first. Uh, one thing that I did want to mention with this matchup, um, like I mentioned in a previous pod, I done went up against Tyreek Kill when I needed a win. And he dropped 60 points on me. So I'm, I'm going to let him rock, and I'm going to expect Tyreek to have a Tyreek kind of game. 200 yards, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm also going to choose myself. Um, part of that is my confidence. I'm not really going to bet against myself. But one thing that I'm noticing with this matchup that I think is also in my favor, he has DeAndre Swift, but he also has a San Francisco defense. Right. And they're going to be playing against each other. Right. So... Um, I'm not going to tell him to make any moves because I'm trying to win this week. But that's something to look out for. I think he also has Chase Edmonds in the flex. Chase Edmonds is a great running back. But Kyler throws the ball so much down the field and also runs the ball a lot. Like, he runs the ball a lot. So I'm not really expecting too much from Chase Edmonds. I like Najee a lot. I'm not going to bet against Rodgers. But I think with my stack of Herbert versus Allen. And also, I think that Vrabel is going to show this this week more than any, just because I think the Arizona uh, defensive backfield isn't great. I think A.J. Brown's going to have a great game. and he's Is Vrabel going to be there? I hope so. Like, <laughs> I hope so. Kobe. Maybe he'll get a vax after right. this. We, we, we don't know mm-hmm. for sure. But I think one thing that I'm excited to look out for is A.J. Brown versus that uh, 
Arizona defense. Arizona defense. Yeah. Just because I think that he's the number one guy, and I know Julio's there, but I think he's going to get a lot of one-on-one coverage. So I'm excited for this week. I'm not saying that I'm going to blow him out by any means, but I think I have the edge on him from just the usage that I can expect from my players. A.J. Brown better watch his head. They got Buda Baker back there, man. Buda! Who's a solid uh, safety. He's a baller, for sure. All right. Uh, We're going to go to our last matchup, and I'm going to let you lead the way on this one. Okay. Let's see what your thoughts are, and then I can kind of give you my thoughts as well after. Okay, so to paint the picture of this last matchup, first off, it's Team Manny Bean versus the Omavi God. I mean, Omavi James God. And to paint the picture of this matchup, ESPN has Omavi projected 125.1 points and Team Hetty being 125.8. So this is probably the closest matchup we have this entire week. It's 50-50 on win probability. And um, that's a crazy matchup because I think these teams are both like very solid teams. One thing that I'm looking out for before I say who's going to win, do we have Barkley back this game? I don't think so, but <laughs> I'll let you continue to your run. Before. So I think, I think Joe Judge doesn't want to bring Barkley back this game, but I think he also recognizes in that division where you have Washington, who's a great team, and Dallas is a great team, you can't really give up too many games. So I think he's going to rush Barkley back, and I think you can expect a lot from him. I think the Denver defense is going to be solid this year, but I think he's going to rush Barkley back. I think with the absence of Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara is going to have a day and a half. I think that Tennessee's defense, their defensive backfield isn't great, but I think they're going to key in on DeAndre Hopkins a bit. Um, So I'm not expecting too much from him that week. The scariest person in this matchup, though, Calvin Ridley. Atlanta has an awful, awful defense. Awful defense and not a great offensive line. So with that being said, they're going to be throwing the ball 50 times this game. And Calvin Ridley racks up a lot of catches. Uh, Amari Cooper should expect a bit. To be honest with you, as I've looked at it more, I think CD is turning into the guy in Dallas. So Amari Cooper is going to get his touches just because he's a great, great route runner. But I'm, I'm interested to see what it's going to look like with Amari's numbers versus CD's. Um, but for Amavi's team, um, Cleveland needs to run the ball. Not do they want to, they need to. I think the biggest point of their success last year was Kevin Stefanski recognized that I got a gunslinger quarterback and I need to just leash him, leash him as much as I can. So I think they're going to run the ball a lot early. So I'm expecting a lot from Nick Chubb. Austin Eckler, uh, the Chargers had an atrocious run game last year when he got hurt. So I think Brandon Staley, the new head coach, is going to try to implement Austin Eckler as much as possible. Um, Devontae going to do what Devontae does. DK is going to do what he does. But he is playing Indiana's defense, who's very good. Um, Noah Fant is going to have a day. I, I don't know. I, I'm a, I might just flip a coin for this matchup, honestly. Um, I will, okay, I'm going to pick somebody. If Saquon plays this week, I'm going to give Team Henny being a slight edge. But if not, and he has to sub in Kareem Hunt, I think it's going to be too much, or any other running back that he has, I think it will be too much um, to deal with, with Nick Chubb on the other end getting the other bit of touches. But as of right now, nothing is telling me that Saquon won't start. So I'm going to go Team Hetty Bean on this one. Um, thank talk, you, of course, and foremost. Um, I guess to kind of 
get the cat out of the bag. I am the GM of Team Henny Bean. Yeah. Jamal Joe Douglas Scandalberry right here. <laughs> um, and in just speaking in confidence, I do think that I'm going to actually pull off the win. Okay. But I do also agree with the sentiment of it being based on Saquon Barkley. Mm. Um, I think Team Omavi God is probably second or third best in the league, or I would say at least top four or five yeah. in the league. I would say most balanced. Right. I yeah. think that's the most balanced team. And I think going up against them week one is going to kind of show me exactly how this year is going to go for me in fantasy. Mm. You got that. There's a lot of people to worry about. No offense against the Giants defense. Mind you, the Giants really, really beefed up their secondary. They did. But they're still working on things. Yeah. Um, I think Adam Thielen against Cincy is going to have a field day. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to cut up. Yo, Cincinnati Bengals is just... I think the Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions... They should battle it out. as a Jets fan, yeah. but they should battle it out for a team that just doesn't belong in the NFL anymore. Yeah, yeah. There should be a relegation. NFL. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I think he's going to ball out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm freaking nervous about Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Nick Chubb is just a dog. I think he's going to kill week one. So he's going to get his 30 points, pop, mm-hmm. you know, 30 plus points. Um, Kyler Murray against that Tennessee defense. See, Tennessee's defense has always been so-so. So-so. Yeah. But I think Vrabel having the opportunity to plan ahead for Kyler Murray. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're planning your, your, you know, your NFL schedule, obviously you're going week by week. Yeah. But knowing your schedule week one, you have months to plan. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So his plan for Kyler Murray, I think, is going to be a very big one. Um, but I'm happy about Kyler Murray and D-Hop, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has his quarterback in Kyler Murray, but he's also going to be throwing to D-Hop, so he's going to be throwing some of them points over to me. What do you think of A.J. Green in that offense? Um, A.J. Green is going to be... Man, if I could make a comparison, the best comparison would be when, man, I don't know if you guys like the Jets, but I'm going to compare it to when, um, what's the guy that got that we picked up from Denver? Uh, Eric Decker. Receiver, Eric Decker. Mm. I feel like he's going to give me some Eric Decker vibes. Huh. He's going to make big plays, but yeah. he's not going to be somebody that I'm really worried about. Gotcha. Um, but he's he's in addition to uh, an offense that's already has a ton of firepower. So. Yeah. It's only going to be an advantage for him, and I think that's why he probably took that route, you know? Yeah. Less stress on me, a winning team, and I could still ball out. Why yeah. not, you know? So, not really too big on A.J. Green, um, but he does add a weapon for Kyler Murray, which does make me a bit fearful. Sure. Um, but when it comes to stacks, I'm super excited about Dak playing and, Ar- and Amari Cooper playing. Yeah. Um, I think playing against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's defense is crazy good. Yeah. But at the same time... If they run up numbers with Tom, the Cowboys are going to have to run up numbers as well. Yeah. And if you give the ball to Zeke and you give the ball to CD and you got a, a you know a healthy Amari Cooper out there, mm. Amari Cooper is going to get his touches too. Yeah. Calvin Ridley is just, man, if you guys have been watching the offseason in general Oof. when it comes to the NFL. He might be taking the, the, the thing for best route runner. You can see what he did to Miami's defense. Oof. And really just appreciate the game of football after yeah. watching that. 100%. Um, I think Calvin Ridley and Alvin Kamara are going to be my guys this year. Yeah. Um, barring Saquon's injury, I think he's going to come back and do crazy things. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's my judgment too. On week one, if Saquon plays, I think well, I'm going to win. Yeah. Um, if yeah. he doesn't, I think I have a decent enough backup to get me 
enough points to compete still with in Kareem Hunt. Mm. Um, but that's just going to be a battle against who gets more touches because he has Nick Chubb. Yeah. So, just to paint the picture of someone that I, I kind of brushed over now that I think about it. But Dak Prescott, before he got hurt last year, was, and obviously this is just projections, but in the three games that he had, was projected to throw for over 6,500 yards last year, which has never been done, of course. Like, like the most, I think, and the most that has ever been done in one season was 5,400 yards. But that's just how atrocious the Dallas defense was, but how crazy he was playing. So if he comes back against Tampa where he has to produce, or else they're going to lose for all intents and purposes... I mean, I would be concerned if I was a mob at Gene Scott. Uh, I think I do still think, like you said, I think he has the most balanced team in our league in terms of like from top to bottom. He has just solid guys, but I need to I need to see what Joe Judge is doing with Saquon. But I'm, I think I'm gonna go with Team Andy Bean also on this for sure. Yeah, like you said, um, like you said earlier, the Saquon thing is definitely a a, a huge. A huge damper if he doesn't play. Um, but I'm happy that I'm playing Team Omavi Jeans God Week 1. This is probably the team that I'm most fearful of just in terms of just stack. Sure. On how many players they have in rotation. Sure. Um, you know, depth. Yeah. Baker on the bench. Trevor Lawrence on the bench. I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think that lineup... Um, barring any injuries, that lineup that he's starting with is scary. Yeah, you know, crazy good, scary for sure. And he could even do a swap. He has a stack. He has a stack sitting on the. He has a, oh my gosh, he has a triple stack sitting on the bench. If OBJ is healthy and he wants to start Baker Oof. with Nick Chubb, oh they're gonna have gosh. to score points too. Yeah, but watch out points. though, because that team is projected to do really well this year. Yeah, you know, so yeah. If we run, if I end up running into that, or if you know. Someone else does mm-hmm. <laughs> beyond this week. You know, that's definitely something to fear for sure. For sure. For sure. So let's just recap real quick. We got uh, Team Henny Bean versus the Marvy Jeans God. We're going to go dub Team Henny Bean. Uh, hello, Cam Newton voice versus Team Housley. I'm going to go with myself. Uh, hello, Cam Newton voice. Uh, what did we say with the other two? Oh, we were split. I appreciate it. Yeah, so I do think Chirac Bullies is going to take the win uh, week one versus Team Flawless Victor. I'm going to go Team Flawless Victor. I don't think it's that far off, but I'm going to go Team Flawless Victor on this one. And I just can't deny the Houston Spillers with that stack of uh, Josh Allen and yeah. Stephon Diggs week one, especially with uh, Raheem Moser at running back and mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. And then on top of that, the Colts has Pat Mahomes, who's going to be throwing at Travis Kelsey yeah. a shit ton. yeah. Yeah, I think teams, team uh, Houston Spillers might just completely implode week yeah. one on, on, <laughs> you know, on, on the Colts. For sure, for sure. All right, well, this is a special edition of the Big Dogs Fantasy Football Podcast. We hope you guys enjoy. And, you know, we'd love to hear what you think after this week and see how much we got it right. Um, where the scams was right, where the scams was wrong. Shout out my guy, Colin Cowherd. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Yes, sir. As you know, again, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And we look forward to speaking to you guys a lot more this football season. One love.